Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed. While you're there, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can help make 100 Watts and a Wire listener-supported. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and a Wire gear, and more. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Surprise your favorite ham this season with the gift that's on their hot list. The holidays are just around the corner and ICOM has plenty of cheer for everyone. Visit ICOMAmerica.com slash amateur. And LDG. LDG makes small, lightweight tuners ideal for portable and emergency operations. Some can operate on internal batteries for months of normal use, making them easy to carry, install, and use in the field. Visit LDGelectronics.com. And BioNO Power, offering the best performance lithium iron phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit BioNOPower.com. That's B I O E N N O P O W E R.com. Or contact dealers nationwide. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Oh, yes, sir. It is 19 degrees, 19 degrees in this part of Missouri. Old man winter has put his nuts right on the table and dared you to feast on them. Not roasted, cold and plain nuts. Happy holidays, folks. What's going on? It's Christian K0STH coming off of the Thanksgiving Day week. Yep, my mom came into town. Granny and Pop rolled into town from Delaware. And they uh, reside in the town called Lewis. L-E-W-E-S. Different from St. Louis. But my kids wore them out, man. Wore them out, especially Granny. And Granny was like, the last day was Saturday morning. You know, I thought maybe they'd get up, hang out, do a little coffee, talk a little bit more. And then roll out. Mm-mm. I mean, I was up early. They were like, up, back, Oh, okay. Did you have a great Thanksgiving? Yeah, man, I enjoy getting together. I can't believe, you know, now as I'm recording this, it's five days ago already. The year is just swinging by, and I think when you have children, it's just... It just moves really fast. Now, some news. Many of you will send email wishing the best for my kids. When they seem to get sick, little one will get it. Give it to her sister who will maybe give it to her mother or give it to me directly. Usually I'm the last one, and I'm still, I'm just trying to get out of it now. I feel all right. But, you know, this crud just kind of hangs out. So it's been hanging out. The week went by really quickly. And here we are in that weird time in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I am tired of all the emails. I mean, anybody you've ever bought anything from is now sending you messages. Or at least sending me messages. 
Hey, buy some more stuff. Nah, I'm going to need my money. I'm actually in better shape this year than last year in terms of buying gifts. Now I'm down to the smalls. I think it's incidental. I plugged into a few things that my wife was interested in early, like even in October. I was like, all right. Cool. Let's go ahead and do that instead of the rush where it's like, oh, man, now it's like, oh. So I'm feeling good about that. But TikTok, friends, TikTok, I wouldn't procrastinate. But the deals are out there. The deals are out. In fact, I can tell our sustaining members now are starting to contact me to make connections with our participating businesses. If you don't know about the sustaining member program, go to 100wattsandawire.com. Click on Donate. And when you give $25 to the show, I use it for development, the website, distribution, all that sort of stuff that goes into the show show. And I greatly appreciate that. In return, I have made arrangements with several businesses to give you discounts. And this is a good time to do it. You give $25 to the show. For a full year, you have access to this benefit, which is to get whatever percentage they give you off. 10, some people have gotten uh, 20% off of different things, and the list of companies are there. Just received, right before I went uh, to hit record, I heard from Matt, Kilo 9 Golf Echo. He said, I'm ready to connect with MFJ on an antenna. Can you hook me up? Yes, I can, Matt. When I'm finished here, I'll be sending it off to you. Now's the time to get the deals, friends. So poke around our website a little bit. Let's get back into talking about Thanksgiving and having family in and how all that goes. Can I first mention the weather? I started a little bit at the top. Old Man Winter, his nuts, recap all that right here on the table. The table being this part of Missouri, which isn't very far from St. Louis. 19 degrees. Last week, not as bad. We were in the uh, 40s. We've had cold temperatures. They went up, and then they dropped back down quickly. Right now, down. Well, two days ago, we had rain. I went out there, and I was moving some wood around. I need to split some more wood. Next thing you know, we got a little light rain. No problem. I'm all right in the rain. My wife sends a text, you need to get in here. Get in here now, like, and I hear the sirens. And it's tornado warning. It's a tornado. It's the end of November. Tornado, get inside. So I click on the, uh, I get inside, we get my kids back to the, uh, the basement. We're inside, hunkered down. The girls are nervous, getting scared, because they don't understand. You know, four and eight. She's like, let's get down here. We need to get down here now. This is the point where you know you're listening. Let's go now. We got the toy, the stuffed animal that they need, the must-have, and head to the basement. And I turn on the uh, K9 ham repeater. This is the Lewis and Clark Radio Club, which is about 18 miles from me. That's at least where they gather. But I can hear their repeater just fine in my basement in the concrete. And I want to thank them because I was getting up-to-date information. I couldn't be near a television. I was near my radio. 
and I was hearing where the storm was moving, how it was progressing, where it looked hard, pea size hail was coming, the winds were coming up, uh, predicted time frames. It was great. It was great. What a great service. Canine Ham, Lewis and Clark Radio Club. I need to remember to probably join them. Their president reached out to me because I mentioned something on social media, Facebook and Twitter. And uh, he shared my message with the club. I said, remind me, I need to join. Uh, you know, And hopefully I'll get over there and, and maybe catch a... There's a lot of clubs in the area. They're all probably, you know, 30 minutes to 40 minutes away from me. So getting there isn't always, you know... It's not like a drop-in, oh, I'll go over. But my kids are getting a little older now. Things are getting a little easier. Maybe I can break away and catch a meeting. I think joining a club is, is good. And if you can be, you know, participating, great. If not, supporting them is important. So uh, if my dollar contribution, just like we talked about, your contribution to the show to help sustain it, maybe I can sustain help sustain the club and then maybe I have somebody to hang out with on field day do some antenna work Uh, thanks to them appreciate it and uh, I knew before anything else that we were in the clear because of them and this goes on all across the country you know they have the information they are sharing it they're passing it back and forth passing this traffic this information was great and I felt very confident telling my kids and my wife, we're all right. We're okay. We were all listening. Good deal. All right. Let's take a little break here. I want to come back and talk about my hex beam. And yeah, I did say rain, tornado, then snow. I didn't mention the snow part. Then we got a, a dusting of snow came through. It was the weirdest uh, weekend. We're doing okay now, just cold. And a table full of nuts. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, the work I did on my hex beam next. From wireless to Wi-Fi, this is 100 watts and a wire. For the love of the holidays, the IC7610, the SDR every ham wants, and just in time. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The ICOM IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. How about the IC7300, changing the way entry-level HF is designed? This high-performance innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. Or the ICR30, raising the bar on DC to daylight receivers. Powerful yet easy to use, The ICR30 is packed full of features you have come to expect from ICOM. Or the perfect stocking stuffer, the ID51A Plus 2. It provides new modes for extended D-Star coverage. You can enjoy integrated GPS, an independent AM-FM receiver, and free Android apps. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. This is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel, returning. All right, I have a confession to make here. I truly did consider letting my hex beam come crashing down to the ground. 
you know, it's not that dramatic. Let's start at the beginning. I bought this hex beam from Radio Waves, and it's been a great player for me, right? But I didn't know much when I was helping Emmett put it up. You know, he was doing a lot of the things, and he knew why we were putting it up the way we were putting it up. And we put it up 30 feet with aluminum mass support. We were drilling through them and bolting them together. And as we went to pull it up, part of a section bent against another supporting pipe, which is about 10 feet. That supporting pipe had an an eye loop, eyelet thingy where you could put rope through it and help guide the tilt. You know, so you're pulling it up and it is being supported by something else anchored in the concrete. Well, at that point is where the mast bent some. And, you know, it's been up there for a couple of years now. We were able to get the antenna to be straight as the guy lines. We pulled the guy lines and pulled it up straight. But some storms have come through and they galloped support wires for the hex beam. This is the antenna that looks like an inverted umbrella, right? Well, it gets that shape because it has supporting rope up there that helps pull the ends up. A couple of those have galloped free, and it started to flatten out. This thing was too heavy. That said, you know, we're not talking about enormous weight, but it's heavy, and it's hard to bring down by yourself. You don't want, you know, a rotor cracking you on your nugget. You just don't want to do that, and I... You know, a couple of years ago, I know more now than I knew then. I purchased a tilt from DX Engineering, which is best for vertical antennas that don't carry this much weight. You just put it in here. You can tilt it back and forth. No problem. With a little bit of weight and a rotor at the top of it, this tilt is not great for this application it wants to kick out to the side you know you can bend bolts which i did because you're trying to manage 30 foot of pipe with weight at the top plus a 20 foot wingspan on the antenna so you've got about 10 feet off the ground where you need to be or you're going to break your antenna it's a scene man And I haven't been able to connect with Emmett to get the help. And it's not right to just rely on him. He's busy. He's doing his own thing. And his calendar's not going to match up with mine. And it hasn't. So I thought, you know what? Look, try to take it down by yourself. Worst that can happen is, you know, you're by yourself. If you can't get it down and control it or you bend the pipe more, maybe this thing will break its guide. Or maybe the antenna is just going to, you know. And I got so frustrated because the lack of, you know, hands I had that I was inclined to just let you know what, I'll take this hex beam down, I'll put something up for 17 meters because I do love 17 meters. I haven't been there for a while and the sunspot cycles and all this sort of thing has made it, you know, not a thing for me. And I also thought, you know what, even if you get this thing down and it's fine and you take it off and you just take it off and put it on the side over here, take it to, you know, do something else. I was ready to just go ahead and, you know, let it go. So whether it crashed or I got it down safely and put it all away, 
I was prepared to not do this anymore. So uh, I mentioned my mother and my stepfather came into town, and uh, he's still very able and likes to get out. I mean, you know, he's in his 60s, no big deal. But, um, you know, I didn't want to impose on him. And when you're at the bottom of this hex beam and you're looking up at 30 feet, you know, it's like, oh, damn. And you see the pipe is bent. I'm like, here's how it has to go. If it's going to go, it's going to, you know, we're going to have to do it. But it helped uh, having someone hold the guy wires, the ropes, to keep things relatively straight and keep that pressure off the pipe, the bends in the pipe, the weak parts of this aluminum pipe is where it's bolted together. Those are the sensitive things. Well, we got it down, man. We got it down, and I was able to do some work on it, you know, cleaned up the coax connectors, uh, and I said, look, this is all I wanted to do. I'll bring it down. If I get it back up, cool. If not, it's wintertime. I'll sit it right over here. I put it on a little tripod, and it was just sitting on the ground, and I thought about it the whole night. What am I going to do with this thing? What do you want to do? Well, in the morning, I'm going to get up, and I'm going to get up early, and I did. I got up early, and I decided I was going to remove the pipe that was bent. I was going to find the pipe that was bent, take it out of there, and I did. And I, you know, rewired, zip-tied everything back up, and I lost 10 feet of height. So I've got a 20-foot hex beam at this point, and I'm still thinking, what do I want to do? Do I want to replace the pipe? Pop comes back out, helps me get it back up straight as an arrow, man. It is not at all. And, I, you know, I was so thankful. I was so thankful that he was there for one, and I removed this pipe, which just it was a mental thing for me. I thought the winds would come through here, bend this up, and I just couldn't stand coming out to look at a hex beam bent over, all crippled. So I've got a 20-footer right now. It's not ideal, but you know what? It still works. In fact, the first contact I made was with a station in Poland, albeit my signal report was not very strong. We did make the trip out on a 20-foot hex beam. And I also made it to uh, the Pacific Northwest later that day. 1,600 miles, you know, 10 to 15 over. You know, it's okay. It's okay. It's going to get me through winter. But I am thinking now about a spring project, which would add more weight to it. We're talking like Schedule 40 pipe, threaded pipe, not PVC, but this conduit which is heavy. It's like 26 pounds per length. 10 foot length. I'm thinking about getting three of those and um, working out a way to make a base that's kind of beefy. It needs to have some sort of track and a wench system so I can crank this thing up because it's going to have more weight than it had before but it should be solid. But I need a base. I don't have the welding skills, nor the contacts. And, you, you know, you don't want to be shipping across, you know, something, you know, should probably be local. Still thinking it out. But uh, the hex beam went from, let's take it down. It's a pain in the ass. Works great, but it's a pain in the ass. The pipe is bent. It looks bad. It's flattening out. You can't work on it to, hey, 
Here's another set of hands. Let's bring it down, and then you can decide what you want to do with it when it's on the ground. And I love the antenna. I just, the system that I have, and I kind of helped create the system. I needed a better tilt. The tilt just was not intended for this application. It just wasn't. And that was my fault. I ended up buying something that was better suited for a lightweight vertical antenna, not, you know, an inch and a half round pipe up 30 feet, you know. But the plan is on the table now to uh, replace the pipe, maybe in the springtime. And, you know, maybe ultimately, I never considered myself a tower guy, but I could put up like a 30-foot tower and then maybe put the hex up there. I would prefer it tilt and me not climbing. We'll just see, man. But the immediate plan is replace the pipe, something that, you know, chances are will not bend it's not you know it's anything is possible but it definitely this aluminum it bent right away it bent when we were pulling it up you know putting it up there the weight originally now it's straight i'm happy it's just not that high i'd prefer to get it up to 30 feet we'll see safe that was my big project over the last week since we spoke And uh, if you have hex beams, I'd love to hear how you're mounting them because there's many different options that you can do. Some people even turn them by hand, put them on a real light piece of uh, pipe outside their window and they turn them as they want to or have the rotor at the bottom. I get it. I think I'm more interested now in my welding friends who have maybe made some sort of base, base plate that tilts and has a track that won't send it off to the side as you're lifting it or lowering it like, oh, I don't want that. I want to try to figure out a way to keep it in a track so it's just crank, 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 straight, 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 straight. There you are, good, and lower, lower, crack, 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 because the extra weight can be managed with some sort of wench system, and that's what I'm looking at. And we'll do that in the spring. I was spoiled last week to be able to go out there and fix it, and my mind, you know it's twisted anyway, but I was thinking to myself, look, man, Go out there, either take it down, sit down, leave it there, be fine, take it apart, rebuild it in spring. I went from that to I put it up perfectly straight. It's beautiful. This install is beautiful. It's just 20 feet. Now I'm like, oh, I've got to have more. I've got to have that 10 feet. How do we do it? Oh, never satisfied. And then old man winter, nuts on the table. Instantly, I am reminded that, dude, you don't have the time or the weather considerations. And don't forget about the wood pile you were talking about before. we got to get on that. So the project on the table over the winter is to figure out the mounting system, the base plate, how it's going to tilt, the winch, how all this will work with about an inch and a half galvanized steel pipe. Heavier, yes, but sturdier than this aluminum. All right, what else do I have? Yeah, the uh, net. I wanted to talk to you about the net a little bit. Tried the net on Sunday. Good Lord, have mercy. It was as if, and um, the net is structured in such a way that I don't have to be there every week. I'm uh, blessed to have uh, three operators that between the four of us, we can get the net on usually. Usually. Our friend Frank in Colorado, he's sort of the opening act on this 100 watts in a wire tour. And uh, he goes out there about for 30 minutes, 
find a frequency, hold the frequency, take some calls. He likes to do his rag chewing. That's Kilo Alpha 4. Oscar Alpha Alpha. Waving at you, Frank. Hope you're digging out of the snow in Colorado. But you'll hear him about 30 minutes before the net is uh, scheduled to start. 7 o'clock Central Time. And then myself, Steve, W7UDI, Ian, Whiskey One, Juliet, India, Whiskey, and Joe in Ohio. Uh, Joe's old school, too. He was with me on the original net as a relay. He's now November 8, United Papa. And between uh, the four of us, we can get a net going. Well, Mother Nature was like, hey, look now, it's Sunday. Christian, you need to get your ass in there with those kids and get that tree up. Your wife has got a box up at the top, in the top corner of that closet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had my assignment. So I was in and out. The, the band, 40 meters, was non-existent. I thought something was wrong with my antenna or the coax. I was like, there's nothing happening here. Now I could hear Steve just fine. Couldn't hear the other guys. Just could not hear anybody. And everyone that uh, was worked, I think 16, right? 16. All in the Midwest. It was the strangest situation. I couldn't hear anybody. I was like, oh, wow. Let's maybe try 75-meter phone. Let's go there. Tried it. Went there. Same same thing. It was just not a good. It was like a let's go watch TV kind of thing. But uh, put the Christmas tree up, had fun with the family. That's what it's all about. And uh, we'll try again on Sunday, man. We will try again on Sunday. Listen to uh, also, uh, yeah, check in with us 40 meters on Sunday, 7 o'clock Central. We use NetLogger, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, Hopefully it will not be as much of a mess. And it was just a mess because of the conditions were so poor. After Thanksgiving, a shout-out to my friends that do the Santa Net. It's 3916, 39, Damn, I don't have a chance. I should have written this down. But uh, last night I listened a little bit. Only a few check-ins here because it's kind of early. It's not even December yet, but they start rolling. Multiple relays. The kids talk to Santa, the Santa Net, 3916. I believe I got that right. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, they have uh, their CQSanta.com. Com. Let's just see if I have that real quick. I know that much. CQSanta.com. Everything's moving slow this morning. I mentioned it's cold. I think you know about it anyway. Uh, it's 3916. 3916. And it uh, looks like they've put the uh, website together. I did hear them mention that. CQSanta.com. So if you have kids that want to make a contact with Santa on the radio... Uh, visit cqsanta.com and listen uh, to 3916 in the evening at 7.30 Central Time, 7.30 p.m. Central Time on 3916. Let your kids talk to Santa. My youngest last night was not interested. She was doing her own thing. She had a popsicle, and, you know, Santa was like, ah, you know, it's still November, I don't know. My oldest, though, they both have checked into the Santa net. Uh, she was listening, and... Propagation was a little rough. I mean, we heard Santa way down in the noise oh, as we were listening yesterday, which was uh, Monday evening. 
Anyway, it picks up as we get a little bit closer. So uh, saying hello to any of uh, our subscribers uh, who do the Santa Net or are part of the 100 Watts and Wire community. All right, friends, going to wrap it up here. Have a great week. Uh, stay out of trouble. Stay warm. As our friends say, stay on the warm side of the door. Uh, but, you know, this is the kind of weather for me that it's like, let's go out and do that antenna work. You know, the leaves are coming down. You can see the limbs, the ones that are failing, the ones that are cracked or broken or dead that may be coming down and landing on your stuff. You got to get that stuff down. You got to do it now. That's kind of the feeling. And, you know, it's like, ah, must be winter. Let's go do that antenna work. Who are we kidding? We'll get out there and do that antenna work anytime. I'm smacking bugs off my face in the summer. Cow! Oh, oh, damn bugs cussing. Now it's cold, you know, and you just got to be safe. Be careful. Don't get yourself frostbite. Take care of yourselves and your family, and by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.